Podcast. My name is Dave. Joining me tonight is Johnny. Say hello. Oh, hi. <laughs> uh, that, that's where you say hello. And then also... I did. I'm not used to being first. Well, <clears throat> start start getting used to it. Uh, also joining us is Matt from Two Broke Geeks. Matt, how you doing? Hi there, everybody. We're I'm here. I'm ready to go. We're hoping at some point his power doesn't get shut off. I don't think it, it like it's dark now. My yeah. power was supposed to get shut off tonight, according to this message I got, because they said there were osprey nests, and ospreys do build nests on power poles, and they're large birds that can do damage. So I was like, okay, my power is going to be shut off from eight to nine, and it's nine thirty, and my power hasn't gone off. If they're going out taking out an osprey nests in the dark, they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, good. That's good. All right, but yeah, totally, totally useless tangent right there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, yes, this episode, we are going, we're a little late, but we're going to wrap up the entire CW DC universe in one fell swoop. And we're including Supergirl in that because, uh, this is where she lives now. Um, so yeah, we're going to, yeah. we're going to wrap it all in a little bow and talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, what we're hoping for, for next season for Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow. And that's the order we're going to talk about them in because Arrow started it, then came Flash, uh, then Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow kind of was the same time as Supergirl, but it started halfway through. So we'll go that order and uh, we'll talk about what we saw, the introductions to some new characters, some awesome crossovers, some not so awesome crossovers. We'll uh, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. First, I would like to ask <coughs> you two of the four, what is your favorite of of these shows? Um, I know Matt, you haven't watched all of Supergirl yet, so I know you're no. going to be kind of in and out on that conversation. Yeah. But, but uh, also, I want you to kind of grade these shows at the end of this of this episode, so kind of keep that in mind as yep. we're going this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, all so, right. Yeah, uh, your favorite show from this year? What What was your favorite show, Johnny? Uh, the Flash, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Well, not and not even for obvious reasons. I, the The show is just really well done. I think. Yeah. Um, it, it it is the perfect blend of like a, you know what what is needed to make a TV show work, bending the comic book rules, but then also incorporating the comic book elements into it. You know they get away with having you know over the top characters like Captain Cold because they they just mesh them all together so perfectly. I, I think the show's great. Yeah, I I agree. They do a very good job on that show. Matt, what about you? The Flash, hands down. Like. Yeah. Not even a close competition. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. There was an episode this season when I just said, that's it. Flash is my favorite show on TV right now. Like, that episode aired, and I'm like, there's nothing <clears throat> I love Walking Dead. I love Game of Thrones. And those are two fantastic and phenomenal programs that do very good at storytelling. But when I watched this season of Flash, and this episode in particular that we'll talk about, I was floored and I was, that's it. This is the best show on television. And even if you're not a comic book fan and you're not watching this, you're missing out on some great storytelling. Yeah. I've got uh, plenty of of friends and family who aren't into the comic book stuff. Like they could care less, uh, but that they are heavily into flash. They really enjoy it. And there's a lot of reasons to like it. it. It's just fun. It's a really fun show. Some other shows are lacking some fun. (laughs) Yep, but but Flash doles it out in spades. Yeah, let's get into one of those shows right now, and let's talk about Arrow season four. Oh, Spring. <laughs> yes, oh, this is going to be a, a must. Show, we <laughs> a show or a, a, a topic we're going to have a lot in common, apparently. Um, so season four springs off of season three's finale, which <sighs> saw Oliver 
uh, Oliver and Felicity leaving together after beating Ra's al Ghul, or Ra's al Ghul, however you wish. Season 3 was bad, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, season 3 wasn't good. So, yes, yeah, so we also saw Ray Palmer, quote-unquote, die. Um, he exploded. But the the big thing at the end was Oliver and Felicity leave. They're done. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're going to find happiness in the suburbs, apparently. And that's where the season starts. In episode I wish they had stayed there. <laughs> Oliver must not have gotten the note that season four had already been greenlit. Right, yeah. Uh, season four's first episode was called Green Arrow, and that was what we got. We got Green Arrow. He's got a new costume, and um, but he doesn't, he doesn't come back right away. Diggle, Thea, and Laurel are the ones fighting in Starling City, which is now called Star City in Ray Palmer's honor. So now we're full into DC. I can't even remember. What does that have to do with Ray Palmer? He was the one trying to get this, the name changed. Oh, right. I think he, I think he felt like it was uh, like the city growing up in a way. Yeah. I think that was like his pitch. Cutting when ties he came with to their town. Yeah, cutting ties with their like criminal roots. Yeah, like yeah, the, okay. The, whatever, I, whatever I, gets I, a name Star City, I'm behind. I, I don't yeah. care what the reason is. The, the, <laughs> the, calling it Starling I mean, City guess. to begin with was, didn't make how any Because uh, I don't think, well, I mean, how many different cities is Green Arrow? I mean, he was in Seattle for a long time, even. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Star City, Starling City didn't matter to me one bit. Yeah, I, yeah. we're not going to need to go too deep into the plots of this, this season, like all the... the, the the, this the season winding, had a plot? The winding roads that the season <laughs> took. I mean, it started with, with Quentin Lance, who was working with Damien Dark. Damien Dark is the big bad of this season. He's pretty much controlling this group of people called the Ghosts, who you know, are attacking and destroying the city. And his wife is running for mayor or governor or whatever. I think it's mayor. And Oliver runs for mayor. And in the flashbacks crap happens i don't know why but it's happening uh but basically the season was all about introducing magic into this world for what reason i don't know so that it makes sense when you compare it to the rest of the cw shows i guess maybe i i mean i i it didn't bother me that they were trying to do that it made sense when you have you know that the city who knows how many miles away with a bunch of metas mm-hmm. for them to introduce it. And now we have a world with magic. So I, I like that. Right. Right. But it didn't bother me this season, just like we saw the kind of ruination of Ra's al Ghul in season three. We also saw the ruination of hive because that's also in this season that dark is working for hive or he's controlling hive or whatever. There's a connection there with hive and whatever that just, it doesn't matter. <laughs> really but, <laughs> but just a general lack of interest but in hive is four. hive is there apparently <laughs> I, I, that you just described it johnny i had such a ge- like most episodes i barely paid attention like i would try to pay attention for maybe the first 10 minutes and i would go oh this is just bad and i would mm-hmm. only like half pay attention for the rest of the episode and i and don't get me wrong i want this show to be good seasons one and two were great Mm-hmm. Like, I loved this show, and yeah, I you know it, it's it's the one that started all these other shows that you know they came from this, but like every episode got worse and worse to me, and that's not just, yeah it did. Yeah. I mean, we live tweet that the episodes at Atomic Geekdom, 
on Twitter and like it just kept getting worse and it was a joke. Like everything that would happen was a joke. And did you see did any of you did either of you see Arrow's poster for this season? Season 4 or upcoming one? It, 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 no, it had a season 4 poster. Uh, I don't know. And it was Oliver in his new costume, Green Arrow. And the tag, I'm not even kidding. The tagline for the season was aim higher. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I took a picture of it. I put it on Twitter. I said, even, even the people that make Arrow's posters know the show needs to do better. Wow. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like they were off to a promising start. Like season three ended poorly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but I liked that. Like I I was almost done with Arrow. But when I heard yeah. season four was going to introduce Ollie as like this more fun character, like kind of make him create him, uh, set him on the path to be more in touch with the comic book character. Did you say make him like the Green Arrow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, make him Green Arrow. I was down for it, and I and I gave it a shot. The first episode was not my favorite, but it was okay. And then it just got progressively worse. It, it's almost like they just gave up. And then I gave up. I mean, I, I truly just stopped watching Arrow well, uh, because nothing interested me. That anymore. was a good choice. Yeah, I wish I could. I, I For some reason, I just can't quit this show. Um, oh, I can't. I'm not coming back for season five. Like, yeah. I'm not. I'm done. <laughs> I think the only reason I'm going to do it is because it t- it's going to tie into all the other shows. But anyway, let's let's continue talking about season four here. Um, they brought Sarah back, which yay! That's one char- one character I love that came from the show is Sarah, and the White Canary now is what she is on Legends of Tomorrow, which we'll talk about shortly. Um, what else? What else? Uh, Constantine returned for a yes. yep. an episode that was yep. worth. I watching. saw that one. <laughs> that was it. Was totally that was one of the only good ones and a totally wasted opportunity. They could have used him so much, so much more this season. Yeah, I quit by then, but I I did watch that episode just for Constantine. There was a there was a character at the end of the season that I'm like, oh, why couldn't they have done Zatanna for this character? Uh, but you know, whatever they didn't. And, and they and, kept name dropping Constantine. It's like you could yeah call him and get him on this show. Matt Ryan's not doing anything. We, and... we just got a text from Constantine or whatever. You know, it's like. Uh, why can't we just have him come on and talk about it? Because, you know? I mean, I know there's probably some rights thing, but I thought since NBC canceled it that it all – I could be wrong. I thought it all reverted back to Warner Brothers. But. I, I, yeah, I think there's still a hang-up with the rights, and I know getting him on one episode was a battle. Um, I, don't, I don't know if after that episode, you know, they, they had cleared that up and he was okay to be on more, but I have no idea. There was rumors that he was going to be a new legend next season and that that was going to be part of like the revolving cast. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, that would be great. That's one conversation I'm going to be out of too is the legends one. Okay, you know, finish it. Yeah, that's right. No. That's fine. Um, Curtis Holt was introduced, Mr. <laughs> Terrific. Uh, and my running joke every episode was – uh, uh, you know, he'd disappear for ep- like six or seven episodes at a clip, and then just show up and be like, "Oh yeah, Curtis Holt is on this show." Oh yeah, like, uh, <laughs> like they break into Palmer Technologies or whatever it's called at one point because Felicity gets fired, and I'm like, "Couldn't Holt have gotten them in?" Curtis still works there, guys. Like somebody on Twitter said, "Well, he he wasn't around. He wasn't like he's out of town." I'm like, "Oh, 
So he's been out of town the entire season, pretty much. Right. What's going on? I mean, he was totally wasted. Yeah. Again, not the actor's fault, not the character's fault, but they just like, and he's going to be back as a regular next year, I believe, because well, he knows everybody's uh, identities now, and he's pretty much part of the team. And I wish, I wish he would replace Felicity. That's that's where I've come to this point. Like he should be the new Felicity, and she should go away. She's, she's been ruined. You. The show <laughs> ruined her. Such a promising, strong character in the first two seasons. Yeah, yeah and and don't get me wrong. It has nothing – for me, it has nothing to do with her being in a relationship with other. I could care less if they're together or not. No, they've but, just done a lot of really weird things with her. Right, but because of that relationship, both characters have suffered. Yeah. Yep. Because, because to me – and I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It seems like the writers are playing to this, this fandom – that wants this couple together and they're trying to do everything they can to get them together and doing this drama of, of Oliver's illegitimate child who gone storyline over. uh, Well, I mean, and they did it all the way to the detriment of Laurel and and don't get me wrong. I had a, Big problem with Laurel for pretty much the entire run of this show. But she was um, getting better. She was finally kind of getting better because for uh, for most of the show, she was written very, very poorly. She cried a lot in season she one. She cried <laughs> a lot and she just – she was entitled a lot. Like yeah. she used her father's position and her position to get what she wanted a lot and so – uh, and then finally when someone was like, oh, yeah, Laurel Lance is the Black Canary. We should probably write her that way. All of a sudden it was like, oh, no, wait, she's dead. Yeah, yeah. She was becoming <laughs> she was becoming the Black Canary we wanted that we got with Sarah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and at that point, pff, yeah, we're going to kill her because she's in the way or, we, you know, whatever. Who knows why they killed her. But it, I still say there's shenanigans with that death scene. Uh, there's – she she asked to talk to Oliver in private, and then she's dead. Like, there's a point to her being t- talking. Oliver about. killed her to get her out of the way. I I wouldn't doubt it. That son of a bitch. <laughs> that jerk. Um, Oliver did it in the in the hospital room with something. Uh, probably an arrow. Was, her her death, I think, by by a lot of fans was um, received the same way that. Uh, What's her name? Lori in Walking Dead received oh. exactly the same way. People were just counting down the days until Lori and Laurel were gone off their respective TV no, shows. No, no, Laurel yeah. was Laurel's death was horribly received. Like there was whole Twitter campaigns against the writers well, the of plot, Arrow and against yeah. Mark Guggenheim. I mean, what you're doing essentially is you're like, okay, you don't have to follow the comics. Perfect, that's fine. You know, they pretty much ripped off every Batman storyline they could and put Oliver in that position. That's fine. Whatever you're gonna do, that that's great. At least give us Oliver and Laurel. Like, at least give us the hope that that could happen someday. Now that, it's I feel like gone. not that, but not even that Laurel. Like from season one to the to the to way into season four, like this didn't feel like Laurel at all. Oh, I, and, I, I no, agree. And, and, no, and I agree. The, that's, that's what I was Maybe the saying. episodes yeah. I missed him, but because I did also watch that episode, the one when she died, I heard about it and I thought, I thought I'd check it out and no impact for me. Um, <laughs> no impact felt, from any of us really. I felt other than... nothing. I felt, I just felt nothing. In fact, I was glad that she was gone because if she is that poorly yeah. written from no, season she was one, only... when it stopped, she, she... Why she was a more, she was a more interesting and recognizable Laurel Lance, 
for maybe four or five episodes. Yeah. Maybe. That doesn't like, save a character when you've had no, no, not at all. seasons no. of terrible writing. The pro- the, I, it just bothers me because two things happened that were ruined with her death. One, she's gone and dead. Two, that storyline of who's on the who's in the grave from episode one of the season that they started teasing with was such a letdown. Like you're gonna put Laurel in there? That's it. <laughs> like uh, one, one, you just you, you have you set up this tease to be something huge, and it's not. I'm sorry, it falls flat because that character has been ruined. And, I thought they were gonna bury someone who I cared about, but exactly. Like it would have been, a, it would have been a much bigger deal. Even though I haven't liked the character lately, if Felicity had died, or if you know, heaven forbid, if if Diggle had died, I didn't even like Diggle by the end of the season. Like well, they ruined even Diggle by the from, end of the from, season. From Comic Con to now, when they announced and showed his costume, nobody was into Diggle at that point. <laughs> like that helmet is atrocious. Not even just his character. Like they just took him and they just. They, ah, I don't know. Don't don't the writers run their stuff by the the folks that do Flash? Like, don't they say, "Hey, we're thinking about doing this with Arrow. What do you guys think?" And then the Flash crew can say, "Oof, I don't know." I uh, mean, I, d- I doubt it. Good to me. <laughs> I doubt. I mean, it. they've only got the same showrunners. I don't think exactly. they have the same writers' room, same production. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's not like they're far away from each other. Like they all film no, they're in the same right city. next. Yeah, they yeah. they film like at the same studio in Toronto. And now all of them are going to film next door to each other. So it's like they're all right there. But yeah, um, which which has me interested to see what Supergirl looks like aesthetically next season because you know you could tell it was a different show than Flash and Arrow and Legends. Oh but, yeah, for sure. And now it's going to look different because it's not produced in California and it's going to be in Vancouver. So. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see. But uh, what else did we get this season? We got to see the calculator, which was cool because he ends up being Felicity's dad. That was kind of interesting. You know, saw it coming, but still cool. Still cool. Uh, Roy Harper returned for an episode in that same one. That was kind of nice to see Arsenal back for an episode. I thought Thea was was getting good throughout the season, and then that, that ended quick. Um, I just, yeah, I just feel like I just can't say anything because it's like it, it was just all bad. Yeah, <laughs> Nissa, Nissa was back. I still like the Nissa character, Nissa Ghul. Oh, yeah, I like her. Um, uh, Ra's al Ghul lost a hand. Or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Malcolm. Malcolm Merlin. He's, he's the current, current Raz. Uh, Dark was cool. What's I, like, I really like Damien Dark. Damien Dark, I like the actor playing him. Yeah. He did a good job. Uh, with what he was given. He, uh, my uh, Here's another problem. We talk about Damien Dark. He had no plan for well, like the entire... Right. For the, until the last two, two. episodes, <laughs> we finally find out what his, his master scheme is. But for the rest of it, it's just like, I'm here. I'm generic bad guy. Star City bad. Ah. I, I have, yeah, I have he powers. Was a fun generic bad guy. Like I, like I enjoyed his scenes when I sure. when I saw him on screen, I enjoyed it. And then when I picked sure, up sure. the other episodes throughout the season, when I'd randomly watch one, I really liked him. I thought I think the actor's great. But, um, he's definitely dumb dumb Duggan. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, good old dumb dumb. Yep. But uh, the problem he's is definitely better than Raish from yeah. season three. Oh yeah. The problem was the storyline suffered. Like. You're supposed to build this guy's storyline throughout the entire year, his agenda, 
And they just kept giving you small bits and pieces as to what he's doing. And then you end up finding out it's just the same plan Malcolm Merlin had in season one, only on a global scale. It's like, okay, I guess. All right. Uh, Whatever. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what the else? season finale was balls. I don't need to watch oh, it. Yeah, Read all yeah. about it. Heard it was balls. Enough people yeah. told me it was balls. Received oh, terrible it was news. so bad. Especially coming off of what they did on Flash. Like, oh, dude. Oh. <laughs> like, what a letdown. Like, yeah, you're on this. Tune in the very next day after that yes, high. Yes, you're like on this euphoric high. You're like, oh, man, that was amazing. And what's Arrow going to do? Please tell me they're doing something great at this ending. No, no. It just wasn't. But anyway, uh, we got the introduction of the demolition team was in this ep- was in this season. Vixen, the live action Vixen, was cool. Uh, I liked the cartoons they did over the summer that with her little shorts. And then the same- I watched I watched the one with her too. And now that I think about it, maybe I didn't miss as many episodes as I thought. Yeah, I don't think you did. Uh, Cupid re- Cupid returned. I love the Cupid episodes. I hope they keep doing that. Yeah, like a yearly thing. I like her being a foil for Oliver. Kind of like a Joker character for Oliver because she's insane and the actress, actress's Mama Winchester from Supernatural. So gotta love that. Did you hear the actress who plays Thea say that um, yeah. Warner Brothers told them that they had to kill off their Suicide Squad characters? Yeah, they had a big plan um, to do a lot of Suicide Squad stuff. They were, I mean, they had Harley. You could hear her mm-hmm. voice in an episode, and their plan was to bring her in, and they replaced her with Cupid. Um, because they couldn't, they couldn't do it. Um, that means no boomerang either. I really like boomerang. Yeah, boomerang is gone. Um, uh, Dead shots dead. Bronze tiger. None of that bothered me. I thought all their Suicide Squad members were pretty bad. So I didn't mind them. Uh, I think they had opportunity. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So Cupid is kind of still around because I don't think they're ever going to use Cupid in Suicide Squad. So she still sticks around. I like her, like I say, being a recurring character. They brought Brie Larvin over from Flash for an episode, which was kind of a waste of an episode, to be honest. But uh, I still like Brie, Lar- Brie Larvin. That, that's fine. And yeah, yeah, so then the finale happened, and uh, I still don't know the purpose of the flashback scenes. I have no idea. Those have been a problem for a while. They, but it seemed they don't like connect. It seemed like that was the end of them because at the end of that, Amanda Waller gives him <clears> the, <throat> the box that has his his, air, his quiver and and you know the things he comes back to to Starling City with. Like I don't know. There's supposed to be one more year of flashbacks for when he was gone. I hope we're done with flashbacks because they don't mean anything. Oh, they next season yeah. flashbacks will aim higher. Maybe we'll get flash yeah. forwards. They're, they're so. going to do the lost formula, and they're going to give us flash forwards. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's what I was going to say earlier. Speaking of of, of flash, um, with the flash ending the way that it did, and the potential that it could affect the other shows, we could have a very different season of Arrow next year or next season. Like it could be totally different if they're going to work off kind of that flashpoint angle. They could. They could make very, very serious changes to Arrow and say, oh, well, it was because of Flash. Flash changed all this stuff. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm yeah. hoping. I'm real, that's, that I would don't be understand how it can't back. happen, though. That's the thing. Like, how can, how can Barry go back and change time and have it only change his time? Like, 
I don't know. I just don't. It's, I just it's don't their own see DC it. rebirth. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So let's move on to the Flash season two. Season one ended with Barry opening up all this huge wormhole, and us not knowing what that means exactly. Uh, Eddie had killed himself to erase um, Eobard Thawne from existence, and mm-hmm. uh, so Barry obviously is dealing with the guilt of that happening. Um, Firestorm. This time it's Ronnie Raymond and Professor Stein destroy the singularity, but Ronnie dies. Uh, as a as a side effect of this occurring, or does he? Or does he? Yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get introduced to Zoom, which is awesome. The voice, mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 costume, everything was great with Zoom this year. And then we also get introduced to quote unquote Jay Garrick with his yep. little his helmet and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got, uh, we got a look at the Flash of Two Worlds poster at one point. That was pretty cool, even though it was not the Flash of Two Worlds. It was, <laughs> it ends up being Zoom and, uh, and, and Barry. Patty Spivet is introduced, and then just, like, they just let her leave, so kind of unceremoniously. It was really disappointing to me. Yeah, I liked Patty. Like, I thought for sure she'd be coming back at least more than that. Like, that was it? I, I was a little surprised, but whatever, I guess. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, she becomes uh, the sidekick to to uh, to Mister West, Detective West. Um, mm-hmm. The Joe's Metahuman Task Force thing. We got to see Lisa Snart and and Leonard Snart some more. Not not a lot, but he was in at least one episode where they kind of go back to his family. We got to see some of that. We got introduced to the new mm-hmm. half of Firestorm, which is Jack Jeffrey Jackson. And mm-hmm. we also got to meet Henry Hewitt, too, because they thought he was going to be the other half of Firestorm. And Henry Hewitt is actually, um, uh, what's, what's, what you call it? Uh, to- Tokamak. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's a deep cut, guys. I don't remember that guy. <laughs> deep cut. But in that episode, we got, uh, uh, King Shark. Yeah! yeah we did. <laughs> and it was amazing, because he comes back later in the season for, like, a full episode. It was awesome. Oh, my <laughs> God. He was great. Uh, King yeah. Shark was awesome. Yeah, they did a good job with him. We got Dr. Light. We got Linda Park. Um, oh, they solved the Wells problem, because everyone's like, well, how are we going to get Wells? How is how is Tom Cavanaugh going to be back? Because Tom Cavanaugh is amazing. And they brought in Earth 2 Wells, and... I was happy. I liked that Wells. His relationship with Cisco was pretty great. You know what's cool is the the first season of Flash, we had this unique Wells, right? Because it wasn't really Wells. It was Thawne the whole time. Right. Pretending right. to be Wells, but he's still Thawne in his own way. And then this season, we have we have the Wells, but from Earth 2. And he seems to be, at, at least when we compare him to the flashbacks from season 1 of the real Wells, like a much darker, uh, more serious version of Wells. He's seen some stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, it, he's got he's got some darkness in him, um, and then season three, I think they already confirmed he's coming back. I think we're going to see another version of Wells, which this, may be the original yeah. one from season one before Thon took him over. It should be. Would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, that's so cool. Three three versions of the same character in three different seasons, and he's well, been and it's really cool. Season. It's got to be cool for the actor too to be like, oh yeah. my god, I get to play this same guy three different ways. <laughs> right. Like he he got to play 
this season he got to play Earth Two Wells, pretending to be Earth One Wells, pretending that he's not Eobar <laughs> Thawne. Like, let me, right. let me let me do it differently. He's Earth Two Wells, pretending to be Eobar Thawne, who's pretending to be Earth One Wells. That's it. There we go. Like amazing. <laughs> How do you unfold that as an actor? Like, oh, what? That was oh. great. We got uh, we got another Grodd episode, and at the end of that one, we got to see um, his little kingdom, Gorilla gets, City. Yeah, he gets uh, sent Gorilla to Gorilla City. City yeah, Earth uh, Flash introduced Kendra Saunders to the world, and that's Hawkgirl. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the crossover dealt with the legends and Vandal Savage, and boom. Yes, there's that. Um, we got introduced to Wally West, the long lost son of, of or the the unknown son that Joe never knew he even had. Yeah, right. he was he was good. Yeah, yeah I loved it. He I started off it. started off slow, but they he had a good a good storyline to go by. And by the end of the season, you were really rooting for for Wally. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Um, they, I, they did him justice, and I think I said this in the first episode with you guys is that I've hated the new 52 Wally because they just slapped the name on, on a totally brand new character and completely changed that character. Not just physically, but like his personality was so different. And I thought when they, when they brought him on the show, I thought for sure he was going to be that exact same character of Wally West that I hated where he was angsty and hated the flash and, mm-hmm. and you know, just, just so much negativity um, and teenage drama Mm-hmm. And and then they totally did not. And by it, the it, end, he it, loved him just like exactly. Wally West. But he like was just drooling well, over the Flash. Not only that, he was motivated by the Flash. Like he felt he owed yes. him. Like because the Flash saved him, he owed him to be a better person. This, like that's it, that's fantastic. That's it, Wally West. And Flash had just so much going on that Arrow didn't. And same for the first season. It's like. You care about these characters. They've got a lot of heart. They've got a lot of personality. They've got a lot of development. They just – the show's got like a lot of layers going on. It, it just – oh, man. The show's so beautifully crafted. Yeah. That show does what Arrow struggles with, I think, and, and it writes side characters really well. Oh, yeah. Arrow was – Arrow did a decent job in season one and a better job in season two. And then they ju- it just flopped after that. Season three and season four, it's like they don't care about side characters. They've always struggled with female characters too. Mm-hmm. And Flash just doesn't have that problem. Even Iris who started off a little, ooh, I'm CW. I'm a CW female and I, yeah. and I cry. Like even she is really good in season I'd two. Say, I'd say they're failing with Caitlyn. Uh, I like her, and I understand why she's why she's difficult right now. Yeah, they've done a yeah. lot. They've done a lot to damage that character. Like, okay, so Ronnie's died on her twice, and then and then then Jay, quote unquote, Jay Garrick turns out to be this dude first who almost died, like she thought he died, and then he's taken away, and then now he's Zoom, but she can't stop calling him Jay. Like that bothered that bothered me so much when they kept calling him Jay. Like that's not Jay. Shut up. You know it's not Jay. Yeah. Well, they I think they addressed that in the in the very last episode. 
Well, when like, uh, I, Joe when I, was like, so Jay, oh, sorry, Hunter. Well, everybody said his name in the last episode. They called him Jay. Caitlin calls him Jay twice. Cisco even calls him Jay. And I'm like, what is happening here? You people <laughs> are too smart to let this happen. Anyway, huh. anyway, let's go back. Uh, I want to introduce my favorite episode, the episode where I thought this is the show you need to be watching. If you're not watching it, you're crazy. And that's Welcome to Earth 2 and Escape from Earth 2. Mm. Those two episodes, especially Welcome to Earth 2, I could have died a happy man after earth welcome to earth too like you got the cool scenes where they showed uh john Wesley ships flash when he's like going through the breach and you got to see that you got to see supergirl which at that at that point we knew that the crossover was going to happen for flash over to supergirl but it still was awesome to see and it's just those little easter eggs that keep you going as a, as a, as a comic book, hardcore comic book fan. And then not even Easter eggs, you got killer frost, you got death storm, and then you got reverb. Yep. So you got to see some mm-hmm. cool characters and you got to see some of these characters that we love die. Like Joe died in that episode. And uh, like, you just got to see some cool stuff happen based because this is earth two and they can use it as their little playground to do so many cool things. Uh, then you got the King shark episode. Like I say, he came back and you got a whole episode with him. Uh, they made Hartley Rathaway a good guy in an episode. <laughs> like, they went back in time and completely changed him. And what a great way to do that. Yeah. What an yeah. awesome way to do that. I loved it. Um, an extremely heartbreaking episode that Kevin Smith got to direct. Uh, the oh, run- yeah, that was oh, so yeah. good. The Runaway Wonderful. Dinosaur, where, where you got to see Barry walk around in the Speed Force. Like, awesome. So, yep. much, so much cool stuff you can see. Now, Kevin Smith... Maybe this is this is something that people can latch on to. If you really want to hope that Arrow gets better, Kevin Smith has done a lot for the Green Arrow character as far as writing that character. He actually created the Thea character in the comic books. Yeah, but here's the thing, and he's said it himself, is he's he doesn't want to do anything on these shows except right. walk in and recreate their world. Right. So even if he even though he's expressed interest in working on Arrow he would want to walk in and direct Arrow, not like I'm walk sure in. And- he's going to like I think that he's doing an episode of Arrow. I think that's a done deal. Yeah, yeah, and he's oh, also I- coming back to do more Flash too. Well, I know he loves the character of Green Arrow, and he oh, yeah. has yeah. written Green Arrow so well in the comic. Like, some of the best yeah. runs I think are Kevin but, Smith's. Yeah, runs. Well, what we have to keep in mind though is he's not going to be writing it. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying is that I, yeah. I know I know he said before I just want to come in and do these, but I wonder if there's a part of him that's like, you know, I really just want to come in and direct, but I'm super disappointed in what the show is doing. <laughs> he, he, so doesn't he's, he doesn't watch it. Yeah, he's admitted on his own that he's never watched Arrow. Jay, like Flash is the one he watches. Yeah, oh, Jay, he doesn't even watch Arrow? No, he says no. Muse, Muse tells him everything about it. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, which is – it's disappointing. But let's get to the – Well, because he has a beef with – Guggenheim said something negative about him, and he's like, you oh. know what? Fine, then I won't watch your shit either. It's something petty like that. Probably, yeah. He, he seems like he's – I mean, I got nothing wrong with Kevin Smith, but he seems like yeah. to hold a grudge type of guy. Yeah. Um, we got to see Black Siren because, you know, Laurel died, but Earth 2 Laurel came over and Black Siren, I don't know, something about her being evil made her even more attractive. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that <laughs> funny? She was 10 times more interesting oh. on, her, on her episode of The Flash yeah. than, than she was on I, four seasons of Arrow. I loved her. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, and then in the finale, the finale, oh, the finale. 
Oh. We got this long season mystery of who is the man in the Iron Mask. It turns out to be the real Jay Garrick, who is also the same man that is Barry's father, who died in the episode previously. Um, he's Earth 2 version of Henry uh, Allen, but his name is Jay Garrick because that is, is that was Henry Allen's mother's maiden name or grandmother's maiden, something like that. Yeah. Um, but his real name is Jay Garrick, and he's got a super cool costume that yep. you get to see. And he yep. actually adopts the helmet that we found that was actually Zoom's father's. Um, just super cool. Zoom gets defeated. He gets taken away by time wraiths, which make him look like the Black Racer. Or, ah, that was so cool. Or Black, a Black, Black Lantern. Flash. Black Flash, yeah, yeah whatever Black you want Flash, to call it. Whatever you want. He looked amazing as he was well, being he... taken away. He got, and I've watched the scene a couple of times now. His emblem turns red, and his little yeah. ear thingies turn red, yep. which is he does. Uh, he turns black exactly flash. the black flash. Yeah. So we're not, we haven't seen the last of Zoom, aka now Black Flash. Zoom gets yeah. so much less. I don't know if this happened to everybody else, but Zoom got so much less interesting once he took off the cowl, and you yep. knew he was Jay. Totally agree. Like they, he, I think they spent too much time with his cowl off after that. He You're was right. so unbelievably frightening in those first few episodes yeah. as a villain, especially when he breaks Barry and is just dragging him around town, holding yes. him up for everybody to see. And then all of a sudden, he's like, "Oh, Hunter Zolomon, handsome guy." You know, it's like, yeah, you, he got incredibly less interesting as soon as you knew who he really was. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. I don't know that he got less interesting for me, but he definitely became less or less, right. less, less intimidating. Less yes, yeah. but less intimidating, yeah. I guess. Right. Is, yeah. yeah, not less interesting, just less yeah. intimidating. Right, right. Okay, so uh, Barry gets to meet the true Jay Garrick, Garrick, which he also ends up seeing it's Henry's doppelganger, which totally destroys Barry again. Um, Wells and his daughter return with Jay to Earth 2. Yeah. Um, and Iris and Barry, you think, oh, they're going to start this relationship. It's going to be great. But Barry says he needs time to figure things out because his dad just died and he's still dealing with a lot. And she says she'll wait for him. And they have a little kiss. They say, love, I love you to each other. And then she goes back inside to celebrate with Team Flash inside Wells' home. And then Barry says, I'm sorry. And then you see him running through time. Very reminiscent of a certain comic book that we're going to discuss in a second. Uh, he keeps going back in time, and in this instance, he goes back to the same scene he went back to in season one, which that room is going to be very crowded with different versions of the Flash <laughs> very soon. There's three of them yeah. there now. <laughs> There's three. Uh, four if you count reverse Flash. Right, and then young Barry. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But he travels back in time to the night his mother dies, stops reverse Flash from killing his mother, thus creating Flashpoint for all of us. Mm-hmm. This changes absolutely everything. We have no idea what's in store for next year. All we know is, all we can hope is that we don't have to see a season of Arrow where Oliver is the mayor. <laughs> that's that's next season. Because <laughs> that's what you look forward to right now for season five of Arrow. That's how the season ended, with him becoming the mayor. That wow. was your finale, where the Flash gave you freaking Flashpoint. Wow. Um, I highly recommend if you have not seen it, because if you're just enjoying the show as a show, which you can, go watch The Flashpoint Paradox on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix right now. Justice uh, League. Actually, I think it is, yeah. Justice yeah. League, Flashpoint Paradox. It, it's going to wrap up that storyline. Obviously, we're not going to get that storyline. Let's get that straight. 
No, the no. last good DC animated movie. Not true. Uh oh. <laughs> Fighting words. Uh-oh. <laughs> not- <laughs> all right. Let's not get into that tangent. We'll talk about Thrones of Atlantis was good. All right, all right. Let's uh, calm down. We're not getting into it now. Um. Okay. I'm get calmed up. So, oh, we didn't do it. Uh, your grade for season four of Arrow, Matt. Uh, I mean, like a D, maybe less. Johnny, <laughs> I really didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Let. Uh, God, I guess you know there were some things, some things I didn't enjoy about it, like dark, mm-hmm. and and. I don't know. Yeah, a D. I can't give it a full F. I considered it, but I'll give it a D. Because it brought back Sarah, and because it brought back Constantine, I'm going to give it a C minus. Ooh, mm. generous. And mm-hmm. that's it. There was there was one episode I really liked with that was directed by Lexi Alexander. Uh, she did the second Punisher movie, the most recent Punisher movie. Uh, she's good actor, a good director. Um, but yeah, I can't. Uh, anyway, Flash season two grades Matt. Uh, like an A minus. I don't think it was quite as good as season one, but it was close. All right, all right, Johnny. Solid A. Solid A. Yeah, I gotta go A. It wasn't A plus. Obviously, there's some problems, but it was still exceptional television. So there's one thing that we forgot to mention, which is the G- the Jay Garrick that which is the Henry Doppelganger. Is not from Earth two. He's oh, from Earth, Earth three. three. Yeah, I'm sorry. So that means there's a whole other Earth with a bunch of other doppelgangers. Right, but all the breaches are closed now. Well, but Barry I've... Barry can go through them. Um, he has that ability now. Oh, Vibe can send him there. Vibe, yeah, that's right. But again, Flashpoint. None of Flashpoint. This, who knows? It's erased all of this. Who knows what's going to happen? As Do as you we... think that this is going to bring Reverse Flashback? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah it opens totally. up so many doors. We have. No I would idea. love to see him back. All I want is just reverse. I mean, I totally want reverse flashback. I was glad when he was back. This I'll take as much reverse flash as I can. Yeah, it's, it's it could be their way of bringing him back as the Flash's Joker. You know, like that's his that's his nemesis. Yep. And I like that guy too, Matt. I'm gonna mispronounce his last name. Let Letch Letcher. Something like Letcher? that. Yeah. Matt Letcher, yeah, I really like, and he looks like Reverse Flash. Yeah, like he looks like the real Eobard Thawn. Yeah. yeah, my yeah, I wish they would just do something about his costume, those black yeah. legs, man. Yeah. They were weird, but whatever. That's a that's me being nitpicky. Yeah, let's uh, let's dig into Supergirl, and I know Matt, you haven't finished it. Um, no, you intend to though. Not anymore. Oh, okay. Not really. No, I don't intend <laughs> to finish it. Um. I thought about it a lot, and like I liked what I saw of Supergirl, but it's it's not for me. Like hmm. even with yeah. even though now they're on the same network and everything, you're not going to go back. Yeah, no, no, okay. I'm not. Are you going to start watching it though? No. Wow. Okay. It's it's not for me. Like I'm I'm not I'm clearly not the. It was it's not a bad show. I'm just not the audience for this show. Like, but it's got Martian Manhunter. Yeah. No. I just. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Not for me. <laughs> it's not for me. Like That's I liked fine. it fine. I just. I get the feeling the it's gonna change a bit. It might. Yeah. It might. Not a lot, but it's gonna change a bit. Um, I was in the same ballpark. You are, Matt. I, I was not interested yeah. in it. I watched the first episode. It didn't captivate me in any way, but I watched then like 10 I heard episodes. about Martian Manhunter. I, I mean, I saw Martian Manhunter. I watched like... Great episode. 
I watched right up until the X-Files started coming on at the same time, and Mm. then I just never got back on. I I mean, I watched the X-Files for six weeks and then never started watching Supergirl again. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that they had, going into the season, it was not the direction they were going to take for Martian Manhunter to be on the show. They filmed the pilot. And it was a joke saying that Harewood would be a good actor. Like they joked around saying Harewood, the actor, David Harewood, would be a good actor to play Martian Manhunter in a potential TV series. To which Jeff John said, why not? Mm-hmm. So they did it. <laughs> like, and that's, that was it. They did the pilot already. <laughs> like he was just going to be Hank Henshaw. Um, but yeah, so Supergirl season one, we got Melissa Benoist. Thank you. She's amazing. I think she's a great actress. Uh, McCad Brooks is a good actor. He's playing James Olsen. I don't care for it. Not him being James Olsen. I just don't care for this portrayal of James Olsen. I'm not into it. Uh, he works for Cat Grant, who works, who just got Catco. Cat Grant. I mean, if you know the world of Superman, you know who Cat Grant is. Um, Alex Danvers is on it. That's, that's Kara's adopted sister. Uh, Winslow Schott Jr. is in it. Who's the son of Toy Man. Mm-hmm. Were you gonna say something? I was gonna, <clears throat> I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure that um, that uh, the sister is the um, cousin of Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, right? <laughs> she could be, yeah. That's some intercontinuity, I think. Yeah, right. Um, what's his name? Uh, Dean Kane plays their father, <laughs> so you got the Superman connection there, mm-hmm. and then the original Supergirl, I think, plays Helen Slater plays their yeah. Plays their mom. Their mom, yeah. Their adopted mom. So, yeah. That's cool to see. Um, and then they got the one who played Supergirl in Smallville, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. She played she Indigo, played right? Indigo, yeah. That was cool. And, uh, yeah. And Maxwell Lord is in this. I loved Maxwell Lord in this show. I agree. I thought Peter Facinelli is he's a cool actor. It's too bad he was in those Twilight movies. But he's a good actor. And I thought he was great as Maxwell Lord. And... We're going to see more Maxwell Lord. That's always cool. Um, Lucy Lane was introduced in this. Uh, just as DC fans, I'm going to go through the list of characters we got to see because of this show. Uh, and I'm going to say I, I liked this show a lot. I thought it, it had problems early and got better. Uh, we got Livewire. That was cool. Uh, Reactron was in this show. Uh, Tio Morrow. And a very terrible-looking Red Tornado was in this show. Oh, that was bad. It was mm. just really bad production. Maybe they lost all their money, like because yeah. they're, they're planning on the Martian Manhunter thing, and they're like, oh, "We can't. We don't have enough money." I feel like though, it's not very hard to make a robot. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's like one of the cheapest. Like that is the cheapest effect to make in television and movies is a robot. Yeah. Especially since Red Tornado doesn't even really look like a robot. <laughs> like. Right, he looks. looks he like looks a, like a red person. Yeah, he looks like. Yeah, they just did just, the just red person a robot face. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, you know, we got introduced finally to John Jones, aka Martian Manhunter. That was fantastic. I didn't see it coming at all. I think me and Matt were live tweeting that episode, and it was great. Yeah, I thought that was. I mean, like I said, I didn't like not like this show yeah, necessarily. Right. It had it was quality. I just. I think it's uh, maybe skews a little bit younger and a little sure. more female than my particular taste. <laughs> For sure. 
I totally yeah. get you. Totally get you. Um, we got Bizarro Supergirl. That was interesting. Uh, what else? That Matt. might have been the last one. I uh, I can't remember that's now. About, that's about halfway through. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, Indigo. We talked about a little bit. Non is a character. Project Cadmus gets introduced. Which, if you've watched Young Justice, that should ring a bell. And because of a, a team up between Livewire and Silver Banshee, we got the Flash on this on Supergirl, which was a great episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and the interactions between Kara and Barry were great. And I can tell why Grant Gustin is shipping Supergirl and the Flash. Like it makes a lot of sense. They gotta go. They gotta, <laughs> she is anti-shipping. That, right, however. right. Of course she is. Yeah. Yeah. And it won't happen. They're they're they're, no, they're no. going down the Barry Iris road, which they should. And yeah. and I just think it's fun because they do have chemistry, and it is a lot of fun. I feel like that show. It, it felt like a completely different show. With, with the that, flash on it, the writing you could tell it had that CW touch. Absolutely, like Cat Grant makes a joke about being a CW show. Like, yeah, <laughs> like why are you all standing here looking like a cast from the CW or something like that? Like, I can't remember. I have to watch it again. It's a good episode. It's worth watching on its own. Except I didn't like Livewire and, and yeah, Banshee together. The, no, no, I thought they looked pretty lame. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they and really cheesy. Lame too. I didn't yeah. like. Yeah, the Livewire character particularly, I didn't really enjoy. Uh, that take on it, but see how many electricity puns we can right throw to one episode. Right. Oh, and then Banshee was just bad goth look. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh, I enjoyed the interaction with Team Supergirl with the Flash there. I thought that was a lot of fun, and Cat knowing exactly who he was was great. Like it didn't take her long mm-hmm. to figure it out, and that she would never call him the Flash. Also funny. Mm-hmm. She says mm-hmm. a stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> what did she want to call him? The Blur or something? Yeah, the Blur. Yeah, the one from Smallville. That's yeah. right. The Blur. Yep. The blur. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that's a dig. I think so. I I would totally dig at Smallville any chance I could get. Mm. Um. But yeah, the season ends with a kind of a cl- like a happy ending. Like everything falls into place for for Team Supergirl. Um, and then something crashes on Earth, and she opens the pod, and we don't know what it is. It's going to end up being crypto, though. No, it's not. It better not be. But that's their their cliffhanger, because they didn't know if they were coming back or not. And in, in essence, they were canceled. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Well, CBS definitely wasn't going to bring them back, so. No. no. Their excuse was it was too expensive, but these ratings are very good. I'm looking at the ratings on Wikipedia as I'm going through, and they're at least a six or higher. It probably, I mean, it is very expensive. I mean, Absolutely. Well, I think they totally said it was agree. like three million an episode, and how many episodes did it have? Twenty. Twenty. So, I mean, that that's a lot of money for a TV right. show. That's like that's Game of Thrones money. Yeah. Game of Thrones is like what six or something? Six oh, plus? It's got to be a lot because they're all overseas. They're all you know. And yeah. Game of Thrones looks a lot better than Supergirl, <laughs> and it right. only has ten seasons or ten episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 10 or 12, something like that, yeah. So the Supergirl finale mm -hmm. was boring. Yes. Totally agree. And not not an accurate reflection of the TV show. Right. Um, There were a lot of missed opportunities. I I know for me, and and I've read a, a lot of reviews of it, 
there was a lot of why isn't Superman here? Like they always try to write these convenient reasons for Superman to not show up. Like if the world is in danger, Superman's not going to go. Well, I promised, promised Supergirl I wasn't right. going to come help out. So, you know, the the original reason for the finale made sense, I guess, that he was well, affected. Well, he was extent. he was infected. He was infected by the myriad thing. Yeah, but then everyone got better, right. and then all of a sudden he was gone. And so I I feel like there was a missed opportunity with the finale. I, I liked up until the finale, I liked how they were handling the Superman thing. I liked the little instant messaging thing they were doing there and yeah. him, him keeping tabs on her. Oh, I agree. It's just some it, it was sometimes, you know, it was yeah. sometimes when there was like when it really seemed like things were going really bad. But like why Superman make an exception. Right. That's the problem with that whole book of Supergirl is if she's learning how to do this stuff, is he really just going to let her do it by herself? Mm -hmm. Like he's protecting the world. (laughs) So I totally get it. I know, I know that they're limited. And what I was thinking should have happened is at the end of, you know, the, the end of the episode, Supergirl, even though sometimes she struggles to lift up a car, she can magically lift up this giant, like 10 quintillion ton object or however big it was. a plane. Or a plane, yeah, and and lifted up into space. I I I like felt it in my gut that Superman was going to show up and help her fly it up into space, and then he was going to like grab her cape and throw her back down to Earth, and then he was going to sacrifice himself in a blur. And, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, sacrifice himself, help save the world, and then that's your that that is your excuse moving forward for why Superman is not. In this universe, you know, there to big save to, to save the day when whenever yeah. Kara's in trouble, like the the, the wow, reason was wow, they totally wrote it. You totally just wrote a really good ending to the season, <laughs> like because then you leave off with how does she, you know, kind of go on exactly, with, like, and then his memory sacrifice. You don't have the whole happy like the the happy dinner scene was boring. I didn't care about it. Jimmy Olsen's like now we can finally be together. I just oh, don't care. Yeah, I mean that the 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 season finale, and if that was like the first episode. Like, if that is how the first episode flowed, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be interested. Yeah. The, the show totally... I mean, I had a lot of problems with the love triangle that became a love rhombus. You know, like, I, I just, oh, did, I just yeah. am not concerned with who she dates. Just like I'm not concerned with who Arrow dates or who, who Barry dates. Like, I want to see these stories. Like, I want to see these characters. Like, like she's, should, this season should have been her focusing on being Supergirl. Like yeah. becoming a hero, which it was, but then they interwove like, well, she's got to also be a normal girl, like, no, and she's got to have she got to have girl problems, right? Which which boy am I going to date? Right, right. Which if you're supposed to be about like you know making this show for empowering women, which I think it's supposed to be, that's like a negative against doing that, isn't it? Like where she's got to be crushing on a boy, or like it's got to be about a boy. Yeah. Like, Too I don't much know. Isn't it like the there's a test? Yeah. How many conversations? I what is the name of it? The Betchel test? Something like that. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. We're, I'm hopeful that now that it's on CW and it's how they're going to explain it, I don't know because she's still in a different universe. Uh, she's on a different Earth than what our three basic. I don't think they have to explain it. I think she's just on a different universe. Just like, separate? Yeah, why not? I mean, yeah. Barry, Barry has proven he can go there, so... Yeah. Well, I guess one of the big problems is if they did merge it, now all of a sudden you have Superman in the Legends yeah, of Tomorrow and, right. and Arrow and Flash. Which so. they've recognized Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, and Aquaman on these shows. Right, but like, I think future versions of them, not 
Well, not Earth, current ones. Earth two, right? Earth two, flat out called out Atlantis at one point. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, okay, I remember but, that. And in Earth two, while Barry has Bruce and and Diana on speed dial, <laughs> like in Hal. Mm. Uh, why? No one knows because he's not the Flash. So he maybe just, just he, little teases. He just knows maybe them. Just, yeah, just something, just eye candy. Pretty much, yeah. Anyway, so if uh, they are going to merge it, she either has to leave her universe and come to the CW universe, or yeah, right. Barry's going to have to visit her by traveling. The Arrowverse, you mean? The, the air. Well, not yeah. anymore. The Flashverse. <laughs> right. Uh, but I mean, they're hinting slowly and and subtly at crisis is what they're hinting at. Mm-hmm. Uh, just very little bits. Like he's like they actually said crisis and infinite earths in the finale of Flash. If you go back and watch it, um, or at least in this season they've said it. Anyway, so Supergirl, your grade, Johnny, since you watched it. Uh, B minus. Uh, that's my grade, B minus. I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't give it a C because I gave Arrow a C, like a C grade, and I think <laughs> this was better than Arrow. Um, the, what it's you definitely wa- better than Arrow? Yeah. What you watched, Matt? What was your grade? Uh, yeah, B minus probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the other show that was a mid-season type show that got introduced early, um, Arrow and Flash did a lot of service towards this show in the beginning of their seasons was DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Um, 16 episodes is all it got. We got to see Firestorm, Adam, Rip Hunter, White Canary, Hawkgirl, Hawkman, Kronos, Heatwave, and Captain Cold, and, and Vandal Savage. Um, we don't have a lot of time left, so I don't want to go through too much of the plot story in, in this, but basically they're trying to stop Vandal Savage from destroying the world, but mostly trying to stop him from killing Rip Hunter's family. And along the way... Hijinks ensue. We'll just put it that way. Uh, we get we get introduced to the Thanagarians, sort of. They're they're kind of talked about as this evil entity. Which, if you've watched Justice League at all, you know the Thanagarians are actually the Hawks. Yep. But, yeah, isn't the didn't they didn't they allude to the meteorite that created Hawkman and Hawkgirl right. being from Thanagar? Yep, they kind of tied it all together. Because there are two versions of the Hawks. There's the version that we saw on Legends. That's that's an actual version. That's actually in the Smallville version as well. And then there's this version where they're actually aliens um, from Than- Thanagar. Um, so they kind of combined it, which I'm cool with. I don't care. They're, yeah, they're gone cool. anyways. They left. They're not on the show anymore. <laughs> they <laughs> to the betterment of the show, I think. Right. Uh, Captain Cold died. Uh, or, oh, or, really? Or did he? <laughs> or did he? Because... I mean, everyone's all freaking out. Yeah, they killed him. He he sacrificed himself to save huh. the world, essentially. Uh, it was good. It was good. I know you don't like him being a hero, but it worked. No, nope, I don't like it at all. Nope. It worked. I, I hate that and, they took him off the Flash. I hate that they made him a hero. Like, I didn't even... I did not like Legends of Tomorrow, like, even a little bit. Like, right. I gave I, up on it after, like, five episodes. That's fine, because I did. I loved yeah. it. I loved every bit of seeing Wentworth Miller. The show, for me was all Leonard Snart, Sarah Lance, and Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray Palmer, or Brandon Routh as Ray Palmer, kills it in this show. Uh, I like Rip Hunter, too. Um, but for me, Sarah, it, the show is all about Sarah. Uh, the show for me was all about Cold, Sarah, and Mick. Mick, Mick Rory. Mick was good, too. 
uh, he was flat, I think, at the beginning of the season, but then they really gave him some layers. Yeah, I think that was the point, though. Yeah. I, I felt that way, too. And then as the season progressed, I felt like they were intentionally writing him that way. Um, so that when they had the big Kronos reveal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Matt. And, and his character changed from there. I don't think you, I don't know if you knew Matt, but he ends up being revealed as Kronos. Who? Mick Rory, Heatwave. Oh, Boo Earns. Oh, it was really good, actually. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Boo Earns this show. Oh, uh, I'm so glad I didn't keep watching so this show. So, I, I do have issues with the show. Um, a lot of it is probably the writing. A lot of it is probably the pacing as well. Yeah. Overall, I enjoyed it, and I I, I truly believe that it was um, Cold, Sarah, and Heatwave that saved the show for me. Sure. That was that was my reason for watching it. Really, I, I really liked the finale. I think the finale was solid. Um, I liked Vandal. I know I'm gonna. You guys will probably disagree. I really liked Vandal Savage. Um. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I did not like Vandal Savage. I don't care. I liked. Sarah. <laughs> I don't care. I liked seeing Star. City. I don't like him in the comics. I don't. Oh, I, see that? I do. Yeah. I do. I love him in the comics. Yeah. This did not feel like the comics Vandal Savage to me. He wasn't menacing to me. He wasn't scary. He had like one scene where they had him locked up on the ship, um, and he was and he was talking to Rip and he was telling him about how he you know he's he's gonna find his family and kill him. Like at that point, I was like, oh man, this guy's a little scary, but. The entire season, I just felt nothing. I was bored by him. I when really, he was, oh, he was I loved, a, I loved I, seeing his like daughter. It. His daughter was great when they brought her in. Like I thought that was cool. <laughs> I thought the daughter was boring, and I also uh, thought that I mean, all all it took was a fifteen minute conversation and and, and a and a revelation for her to completely turn on her on her father. It didn't make sense. I don't know. I liked Star City. Looking at Star City in twenty forty six with Connor Hawk. I agree with that. That was cool. Revealing that he was John Diggle Jr. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I dig it. Uh, Grant Wilson, yeah, see, Slade, Slade's son, Deathstroke's son being there. That was cool. Huh? So they, they didn't kill uh, Deathstroke for good. He, there is a Deathstroke character. I don't know. I liked it. I'm looking forward to seeing where we go next because we get introduced to a new legend at the end of the episode in Rex Tyler, a.k.a. Our Man. So we're getting some Justice Society next season. Yeah, that that was awesome. I like how they ended it with uh, when he shows up and he's like, don't get on that ship. Yeah, if you get on that ship, yeah, bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So briefly, for me, Legends, like I say, anytime I can get more Katie Lutz in my life, I'm happy. And Sarah Lance lives on. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. And for everyone that's upset about Captain Cold being dead, he's not dead. Wentworth Miller has a contract that puts him on every show. Like he's, he's going to be on every show next year. Yeah. It's, it's like, uh, like Stephen Amell has a contract to appear in Arrow and appearances on other shows. Yeah. But Wentworth Miller's contract is for the, for that entire universe right. that they have. Like it wouldn't be a, a shocking to see him on Supergirl. Like that's, that's his kind of contract. So mm-hmm. I'm not upset by it. Wentworth Miller is a good actor. He'll be back. Uh, he's not dead. I love his cold. Yeah. I love his cat. He's so over the top and cheesy, but it's like the perfect amount. Right, right. And yeah, I, you know, everyone thought, well, it's because of Prison Break. He's not coming back. Well, that Dominic Purcell is doing Prison Break, too, and it's a limited run. So they'll be back. 
All right, so my grade for for Legends, I give it a B minus. Johnny, uh, I'll give it a B. B and Matt, what you saw? F. Oh, Total fail. Whoa, worse yeah. than worse than, than Arrow? Arrow season four. Even worse in Arrow it season. I thought oh, it doesn't get points for Sarah at all. At, no F. Total oh, F. Wow. I thought this you know, show I... failed on every level for me. Wow, boy, complete F. That's why I gave up on it. Like, how many episodes F. did you watch? Uh, uh, the last one I saw, I think, was that one where they went to Star City in the future, and I was. Oh, just like, you, gave, you gave it a I'm fair out. chance then. You gave yeah, it. Yeah, I gave like it a gave very it fair chance, and I was out. I thought the writing was really bad, really cheesy. I thought the pacing was really bad, really cheesy. Um. I, I just, think they're getting did, rid of a lot of not, those problems, though, for the uh, next I, season. That's fine. I'm not going to watch it. Like, other people can. That's fine. Like, even the concept. I didn't like the concept. Like, everything about it was just a total fail. Wow. Yep. I, I did not like it. Aggressive. <laughs> I like it. He takes a yep. stance. He's the Tom of this episode. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, who's that? The guy that... That adamantly defended Batman v Superman. <laughs> oh, poor Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's uh, ripping on it. Anyway, all right. So that's our discussion on the CW Arrowverse slash Flashverse, whatever you want to call it. The CW DC shows, which for the most part are a lot of fun to watch. Uh, we want to know what you guys thought of each season. So hit us up at Atomic Geekdom. Let us know. You can find the two broke geeks there on AtomicGeekdom.com. They're on iTunes. They're on Twitter. And their handle is 2BGPod. Find them there. They're on Facebook, too. Give them a like on Facebook as well. Your yep. last episode, uh, which you have not recorded yet, but the episode before that uh, was uh, your review on X-Men Apocalypse, right? Yep. Yes. And it was interesting because Justin and I thought very different things about X-Men Apocalypse. So I'm looking forward to listening to it. I wanted to wait till I saw it. I, I enjoyed it much more than he did. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, he didn't like it even a bit. Spoiler. But. Oh, all right. I, I will go back and listen to it now that I've finally seen it and don't have to worry about spoilers. Yeah. Uh, head to AtomicKeekdom.com where you can find mm-hmm. a newly posted article by Johnny about his – his love of Wally West and the return of Wally West to DC Rebirth and what it means to him. Woo-hoo! Yeah. So it should be on the front page. If not, click on the comic book section and it'll be right there on the top. Can't miss it. Check um, it out. So yeah, head over there, check that out. Also on the website, you can find Isabella Isabella's uh, review of the whole season of Once Upon a Time. She wrapped mm. up that show for us nicely. She was doing reviews at the, the second half and she does very thorough job of reviewing shows. She's doing Game of Thrones for us right now, and she's very thorough on what she writes. And Game of Thrones is hard to follow, so that's mm-hmm. why that's why her posts don't come the day after the episode airs. She takes some time with it. So I give her some leeway because when she sends it to me, they're like four pages long. But that's because they have pictures, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so head over to AtomicKingdom.com to find all of those. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of those social media pages, find us, like us, rate, review us on iTunes. That would be cool too. If you did that, but you don't have to. Um, yeah, that's our show this week. We'll be back next week. We took last week off because it was Memorial day and because I was tired and I worked a lot. So we took it off. So here's this week. We've got a big episode coming up soon where I'm going to get a round table of geek females to talk about why they won't date me. No, to talk about, uh, what it's like to be a woman in geek culture. 
Uh, I feel women terrible. can't be geeks, silly Dave. <laughs> right? Why is your boyfriend taking you to this comic book store? Uh, why? Yeah, girls don't go to comic book stores. God, that sounds ridiculous. Right? Let it's me ridiculous. let me let me mansplain you what Batman yeah, really is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about all of these things that they have to put up with and so much more. Uh, I got some cool guests lined up. I'm really excited about it. It's I think it's an important topic. I think a lot of a lot of people are a little broad-minded or close-minded excuse me when it comes to to the ladies in this industry both as fans uh as characters and as professionals as far as like journalists and writers and stuff like i say i got i got i got some cool people coming on and we're gonna talk all about it so that's coming up soon uh i don't know what else is planned yet but that's a big one so i wanted to bring it up anyway that's our show this week. Matt, thanks for joining us as always. No problem. Johnny, thank you for joining us. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. And uh, let's see. Yeah, I'll give it to Matt. Matt, you get the last word. Pickle. <laughs> <laughs>